Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. It's so good to have you back for this episode, Hope. It just wasn't the same without you. It's good to be back. It's been a pretty busy summer. Cheers kept me pretty busy. Well, this summer's kept both of us pretty busy. Between you and Earl, I've been teasing Daddy that I feel like a chauffeur these days. It has been a very busy summer. It feel like every weekend I have something going on. It feels like the summer is going by very fast. It won't be too long and we'll be back in school. It does seem like it's flying by. I really do miss my students though, so I can't wait to get back to school. But I have to admit, I really do enjoy the summer, getting a chance to spend some time with my family. And of course, I'm getting a lot of things done around the house. I know what you mean. It's been fun getting some things done around my house as well. Let's get started on our episode. I can't wait to tell our listeners the stories we have for them today. I think they're going to enjoy this episode. Let's do it. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there is more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. In today's episode, we are going to discuss two legends. One is from Jefferson County, Indiana, and the other is from Madison County, Indiana. So something that always amazes me is the number of cryptid stories that we've uncovered as we're researching other legends. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a cryptid is an animal that is believed to exist, but has never actually been proven to exist. Some of the most famous cryptids would be Bigfoot or Scotland's Loch Ness Monster. Indiana is home to so many of these mysterious creatures that Indiana University has developed an interactive map with all of the best-known Hoosier cryptid legends. We have talked about a couple of well-known Hoosier cryptids on this podcast. Last season, we talked about the Crossley Monster and, of course, the Lou Guru. In this episode, we're going to discuss Jefferson County's Gollywampus and the Pukwudgie legend of Madison County.
So the first legend we have for you today will sound familiar to any of our listeners who are Indiana Boy Scouts. Our legend comes from Camp Ernst, which is located in DuPont, Indiana. DuPont is a very small community over in Jefferson County. This is not too far from Vernon, is it? No, it's actually pretty close to the Streamcliff Farm where Mom got our flowers. Yeah, it's actually not too far from that farm that we like to go to. So what exactly is the Gully Wampus? So I looked on the IU interactive map and the Gully Wampus sounds creepy. Yes, according to the legend, the Gully Wampus is a hairy beast. I love how the website quoted someone who was a Boy Scout there in the 1960s. I do too. According to the website, the Gully Wampus is a large hairy creature that will get you if you don't watch out. Well, that doesn't sound creepy at all. Can you imagine being a Boy Scout and hearing that? Girl, I would be terrified. Yeah, there's, there's absolutely no way that I could have slept at that camp. According to the IU website, this creature has been said to live at the camp since the 1920s. Something that stood out for me is that the legend claims the thing is only seen at night when the moon is out. I caught that too. Something else strange is it is supposedly only seen in wintertime. The way it's described is creepy. Yeah, flashing red eyes. So this thing is described as a creature that is hairy with red flashing eyes. You forgot to add that the eyes are in the middle of its forehead. The way they describe it, it makes it sound like a humanoid type of creature. If the creature exists or is real at all. We see you. You're a dreamer, a visionary, the master of your own destiny. Well, what people don't tell you is that dreams aren't always easy. You probably feel weighed down and frustrated by all the little tasks that steal your energy and time. Good news. We can help. Becky and I have started a new business adventure called Quigley Virtual Services. We offer a wide variety of services to streamline your business and give you back your time. We can help you with everything from setting up and managing social media to proofreading and editing. Check out our website, www.quigleyvirtualservices.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Something I find interesting is that this creature may not exist at all. Yeah, this is true. The IU website claims that this legend was just something that was told to younger scouts to scare them. I guess they would take the younger scouts out into the woods and leave them out there without a flashlight. Honestly, that alone just terrifies me. Yeah, I can't imagine being out in those woods with no source for light. What's even worse than being in the dark is that the older scouts would run around the woods making sounds like an animal. Yeah, that that would be super scary. It says that the younger Boy Scouts would cry. That's when the older Scouts would admit that it was all just a legend. So the Golly Wampus, it may not actually be real after all. The legend we have for you comes from Madison County, and it's a much older legend. This one is a legend that goes back to the Delaware Indians who once inhabited the area. The Delaware people were forced out of Indiana in 1818. Yes, we're talking about the Pukwudgie, or um, some people call them the Wild Men. So before doing this episode, I had not heard of the Pukwudgie. I hadn't either. So these creatures are said to be two to three foot tall, and they have white hair and round faces. They are known for being pranksters and play tricks on people. Legend says that they live in the Mounds State Park near where the White River is. Well, I read a Washington, Indiana Times Herald article called Cryptids of Indiana, From Monstrous Turtles to Ancient Trolls, 
creepy creatures call Hoosier State home. And in the article, it says that apparently the Native Americans did not think that the Pukwudgie, whatever they are, were dangerous. Yes. The legend says that they were peaceful creatures and that they actually used to trade with the Native Americans. Apparently, the Pukwudgie also likes peanut butter cookies. Yes, the article says that they could possibly lure them out with cookies. To be fair, I think I would come out of hiding for cookies as well. For real? Yeah, make mine chocolate chip and I would be there too. Our podcast is growing and it's so exciting to see all of our new followers on social media and all of the many downloads of our podcast. Most of our listeners come from iHeartRadio. However, we are on all the major podcast platforms. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us through. Your comments and likes help others find us. Thank you for tuning in to the Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast. Now back to our show. So something else I found interesting is that there are tales of these little wild men from other places in Indiana. According to an article that was published on December 30th, 1839 in the Adams Sentinel newspaper in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, there was a sighting of one of these wild men in La Porte County, Indiana in the area of Fish Lake. The article describes the creature seen as a wild child. It describes it as being about four feet tall and having chestnut hair. So this is a little different from the puck wedgie because they have white hair. And I thought the article's interesting because it describes it as being very fast when it runs. The article assumes that this is a lost child and not a creature. The belief was that this was a child who had wandered from his parents or even worse, a child that the Native Americans had stolen. While the article ends with the urge to form a posse to look for this wild child. It's very creepy to think about. It's crazy to think that a real child may have been living out in the wilderness. Yeah, and I wonder if there are any present-day sightings of these small wild creatures. According to an article posted on the Indiana Historical Society website, there are many people who have claimed over the years to see these small creatures. Most of the sightings seem to focus around being in the area of the Mound State Park. People claim that they feel almost like they're being watched. While they're there in the park. I see a road trip on our future. Definitely. Well, we're going to have to bring some peanut butter cookies and see if we can't lure these creatures out. Have you heard about the legend of the Gully Wampus? Is there a legend about the Pukwudgie that we didn't know about? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to Legends at gmail.com. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous.
To see our source material, please visit our website, HoosierMissandLegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast is a Quigley Virtual Services production. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Race Car. As always, stay spooky.